You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Catch us also on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackowitz, the rector of the cathedral, along with Mark Teresi, executive director. Mark, that was a great first half we had. Yeah, what a wonderful tribute to um, all of the folks at St. Teresa, St. Barbara, merging to that Mother Teresa of Calcutta Parish. They're working together a step at a time, she said. And really had that one segment when Sharon beautifully summarized when they were coming together, you go from confusion Mm -hmm. to frustration, even some anger, to joy, to harmony. But then also, as Tom said, it's a work in progress because, as I've said so many times on the radio, people really basically don't like change. Right. We are creatures of habit, and the only person who really welcomes change is a wet baby. It's funny. But it's true, with, it's the, with the Spirit of God and God working with us to trust and great things happen. We have a tremendous second half program lined up. The most blessed Trinity Parish food pantry in Waukegan was recently able to purchase a new van. Our guest at this point is Marvin Sabito. We're waiting for Father Tim O'Malley, if he can join us at some point. So, Marvin, good morning. Welcome to the program again. Yes, good morning. Good morning. It's good to be on the air. Thank now, you so Marvin, much. Now, Marvin, you were a guest about how long ago, along with Father Oh, Tim? gosh. Was that about a year um, ago? I, I have COVID brain, so I guess probably about three or four months ago, but time tends to run together after a while. Okay, I remember it was during COVID, which has been going on for two years now, and uh, you and Father Tim did a beautiful job. So maybe for our listeners, where is Most Blessed? It's in Waukegan, but now that has been, is that a combined parish from some years ago? Yes, uh, Most Blessed Tree Parish is what I call the initial Renew My Church parish way before they had Renew My Church. At one point, it's we have six campuses up here, five in Waukegan, one in North Chicago. We encompass the areas of Eastern Gurney, most of Waukegan, Park City, and the um, North Chicago area. Marvin, could you, because uh, yeah, I remember you have a fascinating background. Give people a little bit of background of uh, your work background, but then how you ended up at the Most Blessed Trinity Parish. Okay, thanks. Yeah, God puts us on unique paths, each of us. I, I spent 30 years in corporate America, moved 19 times around the U.S. and the world. Um, I worked for Granger. I worked for Morton Salt. I ran a chain of cooking schools. And then um, my local parish, I live in Highland Park. I was chair of the finance committee and helped in all sorts of areas. And then my um, wife got sick and it was time to stay a little bit closer to home. And, and so I um, approached my local pastor. They had an opening for a parish business manager. And I was there about six months. And then um, someone I knew at the arts said, why don't you come up to the Most Blessed Trinity Parish? we got this wonderful pastor up here, Father Tim, doing all sorts of wonderful things. <laughs> come work with him. And so little did I know this, the tale they sold me, right? And so, but it's... <laughs> A three-year wonderful journey. I, I, the Chinese wish their enemies an exciting life, and you have an exciting life when you work in Most Blessed Journey Parish. Trust me, it's just in always any parish. Something. That's for sure, Marvin. I think we do have with us uh, on the 
with us is Father Tim O'Malley. Tim, welcome to the program. How are you? It's delighted to be here. Thanks very much for interviewing us. That, that's why Marvin <laughs> said what a wonderful pastor he had. He knew you were just getting on, and you heard. On, on the air, and you would hear that. <laughs> now, Tim, you, were, you were ordained Tim in what year at Mundelein Seminary? 1997. Okay, because I was ordained in 79, so you're much, much, much younger than me. And uh, Now, in your background, Tim, were you at Quigley and Niles and Mundelein Seminary? What's your background? No, I um, actually was at Loyola Academy. Uh, then I went to the, uh, the college at Purdue University. So I'll do a plug for their basketball team this week. Huh. And uh, then DePaul University, College of Law. And then uh, when I was 32, I started at Mundelein Seminary in the pre-theology program. Okay, so then all the way then ordained, ordained in 1997. And your first assignment as a young priest was where? St. Agnes of Bohemia. Oh, sure. Oh, wow. Absolutely. And, it, uh, and I was talking to uh, Marvin before he came on the program. You guys have done a tremendous job there. Now, you have been pastor there for how long, Tim? This is my fourth year. Fourth year already? Boy, it's gone Fourth by. year in the parish, yes. Which so, means you're coming up to um, 25 years of priesthood this uh, May. 20, 25 years of priest this year. God bless you. Now, that was a quite challenging um, assignment to say yes to. What, what prompted you to say yes to uh, that unique uh, assignment? A lot of work. More discernment than anything. Um, but I was uh, uh, chair of the priest placement board, um, and uh, we'd spent a year looking for a, a pastor. And uh, I had certainly encouraged a number of guys to consider the assignment. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was not very uh, convincing or effective. <laughs> 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 what years you were on the uh, placement board, Tim? Um, I was, uh, that was my fourth year on the placement board. So that was, uh, I think, 2015 through 2018, four-year. Well, now, maybe either either uh, Tim or Marvin, tell us about the tremendous food pantry you have going up there in the parish. Well, we've got both our food pantry and soup kitchen have been operating for 36 years. And so we're proud of that. Um, soup kitchen operates... Wednesday through Saturday, regardless of the day of the year. So it could be Christmas Day, it could be J July 4th, whatever it may be, it's always open. So, um, you know, lots of wonderful things there. Food Pantry is located right next door to it. So you're looking at the um, Food Pantry now, the building to the immediate right is the Soup Kitchen. And so, right, so some wonderful highlights of our building. And so we, we continue to serve. And as the world changes, we continue to serve in innovative ways. We've I said had a traditional service where people come in to pick up. But one of the things Father Tim's piloted, piloted in last year was home delivery. We have some oh, people wow. shut in, affected by COVID, who can't get out. And so the Arch just did a video, matter of fact, about uh, just came out yesterday about annual Catholic appeal showing some of the deliveries we're doing and part of the services of the new van. How do you how do you stock the pantry, and how might our listeners be able to help? Uh, we stock this pantry in several ways. Number one is we, we partner with Northern Illinois Food Bank, and so we're able to get food there at a reduced price as compared to other things. We buy a lot of food um, through 
Sam's Club, other providers. We also get food donations from partners like Sunset Foods and Heinen's and Trader Joe's and Jewel and some other wonderful partners from there. So um, we have a Give Central site. So if you're ever interested in donating, we're more than welcome any donation you might have. You just go to our parish, Most Blessed Trinity Parish, and you'll see a Give Central site for the food pantry, the soup kitchen, or the or the parish as a whole. Now, for those that are watching on YouTube, you have a tremendous food pantry. I'm just impressed by the very size. Mm-hmm. Is it a whole building that is the food pantry? You want to take a yeah, turn? If I, if I could, <laughs> yes. If I could uh, mention, this is uh, St. Barb Parish uh, Church, and it was operating until the early 2000s. It was part of Holy Family Church. Uh, and when Father Bill Zabaski moved uh, out of Waukegan, uh, he had encouraged uh, Father Gary Graff to take um, responsibility for the parish. So he was responsible for St. Joe's and St. Bart's Parish. Uh, the efforts that they were engaged in, they had an awful lot of work. Uh, um, they had all tremendous number of people in the community going to church and they really needed a, a, a new and larger church. So they moved um, the, um, the community uh, to Keller Avenue to what we call Holy Family Church. And uh, uh, we actually, uh, at that time, closed the uh, churches on both the St. Bart's campus and the uh, uh, St. Joe's campus. Uh, very soon, uh, Crystal Ray moved into the uh, St. Joe's campus, and the St. Bart's campus became a great place for the food pantry and the soup kitchen. So the, the church is uh, formerly used to feed us with the, the Word of God and the, uh, the bread of life, and, and now it's feeding the people in the community still uh, with food they need. Could you both speak to, I went on the website, um, very impressive in terms of the work. The mission right on top of the website is serving the people of God with a preference uh, option, uh, with a preferential option for the poor. Could you both speak to that? How does that impact your lives on a day-to-day basis? I think the biggest thing it does, it makes you realize what we do. And I try to instill that with all of our team members from the people in the front office that do pick up the phones to walk in, to the people that do accounting for us, to all the other functions. We all have that same mission to take care of each other. So we all play different roles. We all play vital roles. I think we try to continue to do you, new and new things. I mentioned that Father Tim has started the piloting the home delivery. We also piloted, we did a new pilot on first of February, where we partnered with Northern Illinois Food Bank for a global pantry. So we just imagined two semis of food pop up. Um, we served 630 cars. It's contactless where you just pull up your car, they drop four boxes of food and you're on your way. So we served 630 people in less than two hours. We actually ran out of food. So it was so successful that we're starting it again in first of March and we're gonna be doing it the third of May. And so it's one of those things Father Tim and I were laughing about. We're saying, oh, no, what happens if February 1st comes and not a single soul shows up? Well, mm-hmm. careful again what you wish for, because this started at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. By 1.30, both sides of Keller Avenue were backed up to Kingdom Cars with, with cars coming in the parking lot. So it's wow. those type of um, We just continue to try to see how can we serve. Now, before Tim gives his response to Mark's question, Mark, take us to break. Okay, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Catholic Chicago. 312-255-8408, or you can go to youtube.com slash catholicchicago. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned.
Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Services help veterans find and maintain employment through job readiness training, resume writing assistance, mock interviews, and job placement counseling. We work with a wide array of employers and community partners to help veterans reach their career goals. We owe a debt of gratitude to all of our veterans for the sacrifices they made to serve our nation. It is our privilege now to assist them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Program in Cook County, call 773-808-2954. In Lake County, call 847-782-4219. You can also learn more at catholiccharities.net. To all United States veterans, thank you for your service. We are at the Most Blessed Trinity Parish Food Pantry in Waukegan. And here we uh, care for people in need. There was definitely an uptick in the needs for services. We doubled our volume after COVID hit. From servicing about 250 families a week to about 500 a week. We supply bread, tortillas, vegetables, milk, cheese, butter, uh, proteins, fish, chicken, eggs. Well, the annual Catholic Appeal has been a tremendous help to us, especially over the past year and a half. Without the annual Catholic Appeal, we might have to close our doors. Um, our parish is the largest one in the archdiocese, but it's very poor. We think about food and we think about nourishment, but we also nourish the soul, provide that connection to humanity. The good works here are made possible through the annual Catholic Appeal. Make your gift at annualcatholicappeal.com. Join Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Chicago for an exclusive preview night of the 2022 Chicago Auto Show. It's First Look for Charity on Friday, February 11th at the Cormac Place. By choosing Catholic Charities as your charity beneficiary, you'll have access to our private pre-event reception featuring cocktails, hors d'oeuvres, live entertainment, and our always spectacular raffle. Our special guest and MC will be NBC reporter and anchor Lauren Petty. Plus, you'll be free to sample an array of amazing food and beverages from local businesses throughout the auto show. Your ticket also entitles you to a chance to win one of two brand new vehicles in a drawing on the main floor. This is a black tie only event, so get ready for a spectacular evening. Seeing the auto show in glamorous style for a great cause. Proceeds from the Catholic Charities Reception benefit our programs and services in Cook and Lake Counties. To purchase tickets, visit catholiccharities.net slash first look. back, WNDZ, 750 AM on your dial, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408, or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're with Father Tim O'Malley, Marvin Savito from uh, the Most Blessed Trinity Parish, and we're talking about the food pantry. Before the break, um, I had mentioned the mission statement, which is on your website, Serving the People of God with a preferential option for the poor. Father Tim, how does that impact your life? 
every day. It was really quite remarkable that the uh, people were in need and um, we were concerned about employees and their safety, their well-being. Uh, so the priest joined the um, uh, maintenance workers who were in charge of caring for the, the facilities, and we were the ones who were um, not passing out the food and, until we, you know, we had a month or so of sorting out who could be there and who couldn't. So uh, we've been there ever since, um, helping uh, deliver the food. You know, my my visits to the food pantry and soup kitchen um, uh, were good. Uh, you know, be there, but you know, I was there regularly on Wednesday, and that was a great thing, and I really enjoyed that. And it was good contact with the poor in our community. And uh, uh, we're, we're not asking which church they're from. We're not even asking if they pray, but we're uh, certainly uh, helpful at being their, uh, their bodies by providing the food. And um, yeah, it was always great. I really enjoy it and I miss it still. Um, in the soup kitchen, I try to turn up uh, regularly and, and certainly help and encourage the people uh, from parishes uh, and churches throughout Lake County who are helping us. Um, but also to sit down with the people who came to eat. Um, so we're hopeful to go back to uh, sitting down with the people uh, to enjoy the meal uh, at the tables. Right now, we uh, serve the food by putting them in um, those um, takeaway containers that we have at restaurants that we call shells, clam shells. And uh, so we're able to be with the people not always as much. Mm-hmm. Now, along those uh, lines, Tim and Marvin, some great news. You have been able to purchase a brand new van. Tell us about it. Well, I think brand new van's a relative term. It's a newer van. We, our old van was a 1997 van. It was a minivan. It was held together by duct tape and super glue, and so the thing always broke down. It sounds like Mark's people... car. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Not too different than my car either. And we were very thankful we received a $20,000 grant from the Arch, and we were able to put that towards a 2011 van. So we have a 2011 van now. It's a cargo van, so it our other one was like a low rider. You put too much stuff and it was hugging the ground on it from there. So it's, again, much, you know, much improved operation. We're very thankful. It's reliable. It holds twice the capacity. And how is that van used on a daily basis? Well, Tim? We also um, actually are given help by local parishes and uh, local grocery stores. When uh, food is close to date, uh, they'll provide it to us. Even if it's close to date, it's still good for um, sometimes a few weeks or uh, even a month or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, our, our local partnering with Target and uh, other stores, including Sunset Foods, has been uh, something that's been in place for um, you know the 30-plus years that we're doing this. And um, so we use that van to go to those places uh, to pick up the food that we need. We also go to uh, other stores uh, where we might have to purchase food. And we go to Northern Hill Food Bank, and uh, for what can't be delivered, um, you know, on a every other week basis, uh, usually those are dry goods. But uh, we can go uh, more frequently every week, and, and there might be fruits and vegetables available to provide uh, to the people in our community. It's interesting watching uh, the, the, those watching on YouTube to see the van's a beautiful van and a big van, so you know, great capacity. But now, kind of switching gears a little bit, like talking about a car and a van and switching gears is our world has been turned upside down and changed since March of 2020. How has the whole COVID affected which the work you do in the parish regarding the food pantry or just day-to-day operations, either Marvin or Tim? You want to go first, Father Tim, or me? How about you, Marvin? 
Okay. Um, I think a couple of things. Number one, you've got the additional stress. You try to take care of your employees and your team members. And so everyone's got been affected by COVID in some way. And so you're trying to make sure everyone's okay mentally, physically, spiritually, all those type of ways, take care of our employees so they can take care of our community. I think we've zigged and zagged and done everything we can to modify our operations. As Father Tim said, previously you would come into the dining room and we would serve you a meal and you'd get nourishment for your body, but you'd also get nourishment for your soul, right? We come there and talk and someone say hello to you. And I'm a little bit different now, as Father Tim mentioned, it's just a basically a takeout window. You get your couple of plates of food and you go. Mm. And we, um, same thing on the food pantry side, before you come in, you get choices of type of food you want. You want chicken or beef or pork, and now you get a set box of food. Um, so we're, we're working on that. I think one of the things that Father Tim's doing, though, with the delivery, we're piloting, is a, as I said, he's nourishing more than the body. It's not just dropping off food. It's checking on the people, how you're doing, wellness checks. You need anything. Um, you need any medical providers, anything the parish can do. So I think we're expanding. We continue to learn. And I think that's the nature of life. You mentioned the only one that likes change is a wet baby. But I think sometimes at our parish, we encompass and we welcome change here. We we actually purposely push the boundaries of things so we can try to see what's next. And I mentioned some of the service offerings we've been doing is saying, okay, did we start a lunch bag program at some of our other campuses that aren't used? So um, it, it, what keeps us going every day, it's, I come back to, it's an incremental approach. It's a dimmer switch rather than an on-off switch, it's a light switch. Along those lines of Father Tim, what's been the hardest aspect of pastoring for you during COVID times? Well, when they they closed um, the churches for uh, health and safety issues, I'm uh, I want to say a raving extrovert, so I love to be with people, talk with people, find out what's going on. Um, so uh, my task at the uh, food pantry, at least I got to be with people. I was uh, taking the information as they were um, uh, approaching the food pantry and, and and setting them up for our list for a Northern Illinois food bank and. So I, I enjoyed being with the people. So that was very helpful. Enjoyed being with our volunteers. We reduced the number of volunteers used to be at the uh, food pantry that the uh, number of people who would be there uh, was larger because uh, the clients actually came uh, through one door in the church and they might have met with people, perhaps social workers uh, or people trained in, uh, by social workers uh, if they needed any resources. Uh, because that just was very difficult bring people into the church and it wasn't encouraged, uh, we're meeting people at the doors instead. So um, there's just a remoteness that has uh, entered into uh, our uh, caring for the people, tending the people. But, you know, at least I've been able to be there with volunteers. Uh, I'm more likely to turn up on a, a Monday to help with uh, moving things, uh, especially, um, you know, when we have things coming in from stores. And it's nice that it's in a, that big white cargo van. I, I know. 2011 or 2012 doesn't sound uh, very new, but it's not like they change cargo vans every year, but uh, it's a really reliable vehicle. So uh, I leave roughly 75, under 75,000 miles. Uh, so it's really efficient and it really helps. And it's nice to be able to walk over there and we can help um, the people that you saw in the video, especially uh, um, Francis Gonzalez or Darlene Montes de Oca. Uh, who are uh, in charge of organizing the volunteers. And it's great to know the volunteers better, being there uh, much more frequently, especially on Wednesdays with the, the people. I know that the people are, uh, who are coming for food. 
How can our listeners support your wonderful work and viewers? I, I think, uh, yes, I believe that uh, there's plenty of opportunities to support the work. Uh, certainly through the annual Catholic Appeal, um, supporting that will uh, support our efforts and other efforts of other uh, uh, food pantries across the, the diocese. You know, when I uh, spoke with the Cardinal and he was, well, who are the food pantries that I could identify? St. Joe's Libertyville Parish and also uh, uh, St. Francis uh, uh, de Sales in Lake Zurich. You know, the three parishes, is, uh, including ours, really doing active work with food pantries on a, on a large scale. I was able to identify others. Uh, so helping through the annual Catholic Appeal, helping through the efforts of Catholic Charities, we uh, were able to um, provide a place uh, for preparing meals that are uh, uh, prepared meals. Um, and uh, we partner now, with... Tim, we uh, only have a few seconds there. Uh, maybe a website people can go to or a phone number? You can go to Blessed Trinity at our Chicago, at, um, which is our website, Most Blessed Trinity. On, on the web, you can go to the... Uh, also to the uh, annual Catholic appeal, uh, okay. go through the uh, Archdiocese website. Well, I want to thank in a very special way, uh, Father Tim O'Malley, pastor, and Marvin Zabito from the Most Blessed Trinity Parish Food Pantry well, Parish in Waukegan. Uh, Father Tim and Marvin, keep up your great, great yes. work. God bless thank both you. of you, and uh, my God, keep it up. Special thanks to uh, co-host Mark Teresi, our producers Michael May, Javi Garcia, the tremendous work being producers and engineers. For listeners, God bless. Have a great day. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.